0: Welcome to another round of Ketamine Wellness Center's podcast. My name is Harmony Green, and I'm the Health and Wellness Coordinator at Ketamine Wellness Centers. Today we're talking about trending topics that are happening within KWC and important information that we'd like to share about ketamine therapy. Due to recent events of COVID-19, we're conducting our interview remotely today. At KWC, we have knowledgeable and diverse staff from all walks of life, and today we wanted to introduce Dr. Ellen Diamond, clinical psychologist, and KWC founder as a resource. We're excited to give you hope to let others know that there is help, so stay tuned for another exciting episode. Welcome to the KWC podcast, Dr. Diamond.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Well, considering all the recent intensity out in the world right now, we wanted to have you share your thoughts with everyone on the best practices to adhere to at this time. So what would you like our patient population to know about the recent chaos going on out there in the world with the coronavirus situation?
1: Well, I would encourage people to use whatever coping strategies and skills they have at this time. The whole situation brings up a lot of stress for pretty much everybody. And for people who struggle with stress to begin with, it's just an extra heaping of it. Mm -hmm. So I strongly encourage people to use their coping skills and their coping mechanisms. Some of the ones we like to use may not be available at this time. You can't go to your church or to visit friends or to go exercise at a gym. But what you can do is maybe take a walk or sit in your backyard and enjoy the nature there. You can breathe or practice some breathing exercises. You can talk to friends via the phone or the computers, as we're doing now. Um, another important factor is how much information and how much conversation about COVID-19 you actually expose yourself to. Yes. And I would strongly encourage people not to watch any of the 24-hour news channels 24 hours a day. I think you want to stay informed, you want to have information, but if you beat yourself over the head with it or allow the media to do that, you're going to just increase your anxiety. So moderate your dose of news at this time.
0: Beautiful. Okay. Let's talk about social distancing. What is social distancing and what are some tips on how to feel comfortable and peaceful with the distance?
1: Well, I think first of all, my understanding is social distancing involves a geographic or physical separation between people. So. If it's not someone you live with 24 seven, you don't wanna get physically close to them. You don't want to invite them into your home or go visit in their home. You don't wanna meet somewhere to have a cup of coffee. Um, So social distancing involves physical separation from other people at this time. Um, that doesn't mean, however, we have to sit and look at our own four walls alone. We can still reach out to people, phones, internet, even old fashioned letter writing allows us to remain in contact with people. And I think it's important when you are social distancing to make sure you're not Just focused on yourself. Social distancing doesn't mean self absorption. um, Because that will just lead to depression, increased feelings of isolation and generally worsening your stress at this difficult time. Okay.
0: What kind of exercises or habits or practices do you think would be good for a person to focus on to stay calm and occupied during these times?
1: Well, I think it's important, first of all, to make sure you're feeding yourself in a healthy manner. There's a tendency when we are in this kind of situation to eat more junk food, some of which might be comfort food, but a little bit is okay. A lot is probably not healthy. And if you eat in an unhealthy fashion for a prolonged period of time, you're going to feel unhealthy as well. So number one, I think you wanna stick to a healthy diet. Number two, I think you still want to get physical activity and move around, whether that's taking a walk around your block, if that's a possibility, or sitting in your backyard and moving your arms or legs, um, or walking in your backyard. You can even walk in place if you need to. There are all sorts of tapes and well not tapes anymore I'm old um, all sorts of videos available online that honestly are without any cost are offered free to help people exercise and whether or not you lose weight or increase your muscle strength moving around is going to help you manage your stress in your brain better. But one of the most important things people can do is breathe. Mm. I know that sounds silly and maybe that sounds overly simple, but taking a few deep breaths is probably one of the fastest ways to calm your brain down. And if you do that periodically throughout the day, doesn't have to be once an hour, but maybe a few times in the morning, a few times in the afternoon, a few times in the evening, just stop for a minute, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. That will keep your stress level lower throughout the day and help you not get overwhelmed by it.
0: Beautiful. I just did that and it
1: worked. (laughs) It's a very simple exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, But people, I think, often don't recognize how powerful a tool that can be. That's great. Thanks for sharing that.
0: Let's discuss post quarantine stress syndrome.
1: What are your thoughts about Mm -hmm. that? Well, Um, You know, we've understood for a long time that there are effects of long term isolation, that there are effects of long term not being able to access the kinds of foods perhaps or things you enjoy in your life not being able to participate in important events, graduations, proms, this times of year, weddings have been and will be canceled. Those effects on people should not be underestimated. And the longer this goes on, the greater that chronic toll will be on the individual. For some people, They may be able to recover from it quickly. Other people will have a harder time. You know, it's almost like a death in that we are observing the death of our normal routine Mm -hmm. and our normal life. And like any grieving process, that will take a toll. The other part that I think is important about this is, while nobody knows what the future will look like. Just because they reopen businesses and the country, in a sense, that doesn't mean things are going back to the way they were. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a long time before people travel like they used to. I think it's going to be a long time before we go to concerts and shows and places where large groups of people will gather. I don't think that's happening next month or the month after. So not only will people have the mourning of the loss of what they've had, when they come back into the world or when the world reopens, it's still not going to be like it was. And all that takes a lot of toll. They're only beginning now to kind of look at what that will do for people who perhaps already struggle with things like depression and anxiety. So I think the expectation that post-quarantine is going to be tough and stressful for many, many people needs to be understood and if you think you're just going to go back and have your regular life if that's your expectation you're also going to fall short and and that leads to more depression so so i think we're going to struggle with some of these things for for a very long time i i think probably through the end of this calendar year at least
0: mm. okay it's very interesting to see how something like this affects our lives. And it's going to be very interesting to see how we all come back around and how we rebuild our lives after yes. this. Yes, As you and I spoke about the other day, may you live in interesting times. We're finding that happening right now, aren't we? That Chinese
1: proverb yes. or whatever yes. that is. Yes, yeah. yes. I think it's a Chinese curse. Curse. <laughs>
0: Well, what can we do at KWC, or how can we support our patients with programs or services with all of this going on out there?
1: Well, I I think at KWC, we are uniquely set up to accommodate and help people at this time. Because of our national presence, we've established programs and support systems that are already in place that are accessed remotely by many of of the people we care about. Um, So we're already set up with programs. We didn't have to make adjustments to accommodate people because we've always been able to provide services remotely. That includes both group and individual services I'm particularly excited about our newest program, the Facilitated Treatment Support Program, which not only helps people through this difficult time, but allows people to really maximize the benefit they get from the ketamine treatments in a very, very cost-effective manner. Um, and a non-intrusive manner as well, which I feel is more respectful to the individual. Um, So I think CWC is is uniquely set up to provide uh, wonderful support for people during this crisis as well as normally.
0: That's beautiful. It it is really um, inspiring to be a part of a company that is um, forward-seeing and visionary And you're right that we have been providing these services remotely for so long, we've been able to not really miss a beat and to be here for our patients, which is so important. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. And what would your recommendations be if a patient or a person is wondering about, you know, should they schedule an infusion? Should they follow their regular protocol? What would you tell someone with questions like that?
1: Well, I think if people are questioning that, it's likely because they have some fears that getting their ketamine infusion might might present with risks of contracting COVID-19. And I think it's important for everybody to know that here at KWC, we have really looked at all our internal processes and how we do things and looked at all the CDC recommendations um, and consulted the experts and feel we have have a protocol set in place that really allows for people to feel comfortable and safe while they're receiving ketamine treatments. So the COVID-19 question should not be a factor in determining whether or not you should get your ketamine treatment, I, I hope I can allay people's fears that way. I do think, you know, ketamine treatments are another coping strategy, they are a chemical coping strategy. Mm-hmm. But just like I like previously said, during a more stressful time, you need to use more coping strategies. I think people need to make sure they maintain their ketamine infusion schedule, or even if they find they're struggling more, call and see if they can even come in a little bit sooner if necessary with this kind of stress. Um, But absolutely, you know, there's a cost of treating, meaning the risk for COVID-19 or perception of that risk. Mm -hmm. But there's also a cost in not treating, which means for many people, increased depression, anxiety, and pain. And that's not healthy. And that kind of stress, quite honestly, messes with your immune system and puts you at greater risk for disease in general.
0: That's very true. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, okay. So, in closing, please share any other information that you'd like to tell our
1: listeners. Well, I hope everybody is staying safe and following guidelines in terms of limiting your contact with others, um, wearing a mask if you go out, all kinds of things like that. Again, that's important information um but i also want people to know that we are here throughout this difficult time and if people are not able to use their coping skills and strategies if limiting your tv exposure is still not enough please don't hesitate to reach out we are here for people we care about our patients and we can provide additional supportive services. Um, If people are not connected with us, I hope they have other support systems. Um, I recognize that not everybody is going to come to Ketamine Wellness Centers (laughs) or seek help from us. So I truly hope everybody has their own supports and places that they can go to for help. And again, most importantly, breathe. That inhale and exhale is like magic. It is.
0: Yes. Thank you. Um, Well, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Diamond. I hope you'll come back on again because I learned some things today just uh, talking with you myself. So thank you.
1: Well, happy to. Okay. Well, and I look forward to actually coming in. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, I look forward to um,
0: moving forward and you know working with you as we do. It's such an honor, so you stay safe and we will too right. and we'll yes. uh, we'll have you back on again soon, okay? Wonderful, thank you. thank you. To our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on another KWC podcast episode. There is hope and there is help. So if you're interested in our treatment programs or have any questions, feel free to contact us at 855-KET-WELL or ketaminewellnesscenters.com. Lastly, please don't forget to subscribe to Ketamine Wellness Centers on your favorite podcast app. And if you could rate and review us on iTunes, that would be great too.